Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Sal Licata back on the fan, going till 5 a.m. Got a little early start tonight as pinch hitting for Keith. It was not feeling well. Uh, tried to plow through, but uh, we had to come on uh, roughly around 1, oh, maybe one fifteen, whatever it may be. So got a little head start on the show today. Really, whatever you want to discuss is fine with me. We started the show talking about the championship games, the refs, the Empire State Building, the tweets. I mean, it's always about something other than the actual games. Although, like I said, that championship game in the AFC Chiefs-Bengals was a classic. I'm not going to let what people are talking about poor officiating ruin it. Um, it was, look, obviously you'd rather not have that be the case, but uh, um, to me it was still a great football game and a game that could have gone either way the entire time. Bengals made big plays. Mahomes and the Chiefs made big plays. Tough loss if you're Cincinnati, but you know what? Karma's a you-know-what, talking all that smack against the GOAT in Mahomes, and he made him pay. And now we get Mahomes and Hurts in the Super Bowl, Chiefs and the Eagles, Andy Reid against his former team. This was one of the best matchups. That hey, Look, there wasn't going to be a bad matchup with those four teams, but to me, this was the one that I wanted the most. 877-337-6666. Kevin is calling from Ocean City, New Jersey. What's up, Kevin? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, first of all, it's no doubt in my mind. Rogers is coming to New York, and the reason, one of the reasons is he will own New York. I mean, in terms of like, he's that good with what we have. The Jets will be in contention right away, and he has the best of both worlds. He can live in the suburbs, and he can come in New York with a hat on and sunglasses, and people wouldn't even know it was him. You can walk yeah, he around. may like it better. He may like he big will. fish, big fish, big pond. I mean, right, as right. opposed to big fish, small pond with the Packers. But I, I do think there's a lot of character traits with Rodgers that might play better here in New York. Play a, play very well here. 
And people are saying, well, this division, this who he He doesn't care about that. He's that good. People don't realize how good he is. Right. He's not worried and, about he's not worried about the Lions or Packers or the Bills no, or the Dolphins. In, fact, in fact, he'll relish he'll relish that. And because I'm t I mean, people forget how good this guy is. I mean, and New York is perfect for him. I read somewhere a while ago. You can go into a different place, a different restaurant in New York for the rest of your life and never go in the same place. And I can see Aaron Rodgers liking that. And just being able to walk around in, in just sunglasses and a hat, you wouldn't even know it's him. Plus, and, and, plus winning here is... Think about this. I mean, he's won, obviously, he's won a Super Bowl and, and MVPs and all that. But But his version of losing, like barely missing the playoffs... That would right. be that would be success for a jet season. Exactly. Like, exactly. And think about if he ever did actually get them to or win a Super Bowl, how that right. would be looked upon, like how that would be regarded. He, it he, would be unbelievable. He'd be, he'd be a god. Correct. And he, he, here's and here's another thing. I mean, he's up there. He's not going to play that long. But now he's in the New York market. He, if he wants to stay, you know show business later on, whatever he's going to do, he'll be very good at that also. It's just a perfect fit for him. Yeah. And I, I would like to see the banter between him and the New York media. And I think he'll, he'll relish that too. Me I, I too. I don't, I don't know how he's going to handle that, Kevin. Thank you for the call. I don't know how he's going to handle that. I'd like to find out. But I do think his attitude would help because he seems to me like he does not care what people think. And that is one thing that you need to have to succeed here. You cannot give a crap what Joe Schmo says or what they write about. Rodgers is his own person, and he may seem out there. He may seem unique or different or all that, but that's him. And he's unapologetic for being himself. That's the way that you need to be. Now, it's not going to be easy, assuming he comes here to win. There are pieces in place, and Rodgers would give the Jets the best chance to win. Doesn't mean that that's necessarily going to happen. But if there's ever a guy that could get this team to become a winning franchise over the next two years, this is it. Aaron Rodgers is it. It's a no-brainer for the Jets to go all-in to get Rodgers. The question then becomes, well, why would Rodgers want to choose the Jets? And right now, I think there are plenty of reasons. Obviously, Hackett, his best buddy, being the offensive coordinator. New York, the big market, the team around him. There's a lot of appealing things. If Miami gets involved... Now it's a different story. Not saying that Miami's more appealing than the Jets, but it could be. People love going to Miami and and playing there, making that their home. If that's their thing. The Dolphins' history. The weapons, obviously, that Miami has. So that's appealing, too. Kevin is calling from Queens. What's up, Kev? Good morning, Sal. Congratulations, those 20 years on the farm, man. Thank you, Kevin. Appreciate that. That, that. That's a milestone, man. Let's pray for another 20 or 40 years of Salakara. 40? I don't know about that. 20? Yes. I, I I would like to get 20 more. And let's hope that paycheck gets like Babe Ruth. <laughs> yeah. <and> powerful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. That's a good point, Kev. So, um, before everything, um, Keith, if you're listening, I hope you get better, man. Um, Let's Rest hope he's sleeping, resting right home. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, me and him, we are peace. Just so you Good. know. Good. I'm happy to hear that. You called him and made peace. 
yeah, thanks to you. And, and Flick, Flick was there, you know, so he could tell you, like, we we talk it out, so we are peace, we friends. I like know? it. Good. I'm happy to hear that. So, two things that I don't understand, like, you you you're not, you're not relate to this. Like, who was Steel's car's logo on 2023? Who was what? Who was Steel's, like, car's emblem, the logo on the car, you know, the... the, the for example, I have this 2020 uh, Honda CRV. Right. I got out. Of my, I got out of my apartment today. I live close to City Field. Somebody so I got stole out of my it. Apartment. Huh? Somebody stole it. Somebody stole it, and I'm surprised. Like that's only like twenty five dollars, man. Like Jesus, like Mom. that has to be the, the biggest cheap thief ever seen. Well, maybe somebody stole theirs, and then they're like, "Well, screw it. I'm not paying for something," so they just stole yours. Man, we got Amazon eBay. That's cheap over there. Yeah. So Don't what are you, you, you going to do? What are you going to do to replace it? Nothing. You 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 brought me good vibes because I was really upset. Like I already bought a new one. Mm. Oh, okay. You got to do. I don't I don't stress it, but you know sometimes you get upset by the way how New York is going. Mm. And the other thing is like, how are you going to compare? Listen, I'm I'm a diehard Giants fan, but I'm realistic. I'm not like all those creepers, you know. Mm-hmm. How are you going to compare the 49ers with the Giants? I don't know. Without Ask Kayvon Thibodeau. I mean, he seems to think the Giants are better, according to his Twitter. Brother, they won, they won the NFC West with a third-string quarterback. Right. And they went through the championship. If the kid wouldn't got an injury, who knows what would have happened? Agreed. You know? Agreed. And Kayvon Thibodeau, from the comfort of his couch, shouldn't be tweeting anything. His team just got embarrassed last week by the Eagles. Come on. Listen. I was thinking about buy the guy's jersey. He got to slow it down. That's not how you. That's not, that's not how you win New York fan base. No, and he got owned by Joe Staley on Twitter. I'm with you, Kev. I thought Kayvon Thibodeau, who, by the way, you know, seems like a likable guy, um, or at least had a you know a solid season, solid rookie year, uh, playing with a smile on his face, playing hard. Uh, but come on, that is we just well, I, grow I think up. It's time for, I think it's time for Michael Strahan to give him a call. Yeah, I don't even know if that's going to work. You, you don't think so? No, I think Kayvon Thibodeau needs I mean, look, maybe maybe it could help. But I think Kayvon Thibodeau needs to just grow up. And I don't know if that's going to happen yeah. from Dable, from a coach, uh, or from um, Strahan calling or whatever. But Kayvon Thibodeau, was, it's, that was an immature thing to do. It's silly. So, can we give him 34 to your boy, Danny Dollars? For what? 34 years. 34 years. For who? He earned it. Listen, one thing is deserving. Another thing is earning. He earned it, so we could give it 34, 35 years. Who? Danny Jones. They call oh, him Daniel Danny Jones. Oh, now. 34, 35 a year. No, I would say under. I think as long as it's 34, I'm fine with that. Me and Fleeks have that little bet going. The under 30, I said 35. Fleeks says over. Look, maybe he gets more. I mean, I don't know what he's going to be able to get, but either way, the Giants are going to pay him. I'm just hoping if they want to build the team out the right way, the less that they pay him per year, the better it's going to be for the team, not for him. But remember what I just said. It's not deserving. It's earning. He earned it. So right. He didn't I... deserve that money, but he earned it based on the improvement and, and, and you know, all the stuff, you know? Yeah, I know. I know what he did. And one last question. How come the Empire State Vision didn't light up on the Giants colors when, when, when they won on the playoff spot and, and they beat the, the, um, the Vikings? Are you sure it didn't? 
Uh, I didn't see it. I don't know. I it, live, it might have. I live, I live close to the city. Oh, you I check every night? The fire is still breathing. I yeah. can see it. Uh, I know. I, I, don't, I don't know, Kev. It, it's a weird thing, and thank you for the call. They must have had some agreement with whoever wins the championship game, whoever wins the Super Bowl, whatever. We'll like the colors. It's just, it's stupid. The whole thing is stupid. You think sports fans give a crap about when their team wins that the Empire State Building has, uh, you know, is lit up in their colors? I think it's cool when it's a New York team, of course. Hey, the Knicks just won. I mean, the rare times that the Knicks have actually won something, but hey, the Knicks just won and the Empire State Building is blue and orange or the Rangers are in the Stanley Cup Finals, whatever it may be. Jets, Giants, Mets, Yankees. But to have it, A, I don't really care about it, but it, it's cool if it happens. But to have it done for out-of-town teams, it makes no sense. This is New York. Like, People that live in New York could root for teams from out of town for whatever reason. Just because you grew up a Cowboy fan because your dad liked them or because they were good or Steelers or whatever team it is that you want to root for. That's okay. But to have the city itself, something that represents the city, maybe more than anything else, the Empire State Building, to have them celebrate something the Eagles did, it's just a little off. Andrew's calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Andrew? What's up, Sal? How you doing, man? How are you, Andrew? I'm cool. I'm cool, man. Um, before I start, I just wanted to give you a special shout out. You mentioned um Nas on your show a couple times, so I find that dope. Oh, I love um, Nas. Yeah, man. What's your favorite album? Uh, you know which one I actually love is Stillmatic. I know Illmatic, Illmatic is great. Illmatic was dope. <laughs> well, I actually want to. I got to talk to Fleegs about this. I actually, uh, the Stillmatic intro is one of my favorite beats oh, ever. Oh, man. What? Yeah. And I, I want to play that every morning at 4 a.m. <laughs> as like my kind of reset because I just love yeah. that so much. But anyway. I'm, I'm a, it was written. Yeah. Illmatic has always been, that's philosophy, you know, but um, I'm a, it was written guy. But I like that, I one, I like that one as well. Um, and I think just for the record, now I'm not an expert on this, but if I right. had to rank Nas and Jay Z, I would rank Nas over Jay Z. So I know that's not popular you. opinion, but I think <laughs> I think he's better pound for pound than Jay Z. I think I'm I think I'm with you on that one. Yeah. But um so two questions. Um first, uh where did you have the Knicks finishing in a much better East at the beginning of the year? Probably in the play in round. I don't remember exactly, but I don't mm-hmm. think I had him top six. Okay, so same thing with me, um, barely making it. So then my next question is, I don't know, first of all, I don't know what happened to Julius Randle. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm witnessing right now. I'm just hoping he can maintain it um, throughout this. I think that's going to be interesting. But don't you see that, don't you feel the Knicks actually having a chance of finishing six is a lit, makes the regular season a little interesting? Yeah, I do. Or it's and not was, realistic, or they're going to fall No, out. no, they could. And when I was talking about it before, my main issue was not, it wasn't specific to the Knicks. It was more about, I hate that they, the NBA teams, show us that they don't necessarily care about the regular season. Whether it's seeding, whether it's resting guys, 
whatever it is, like you know, toward the end of the year, they don't okay. really they don't really care about the season. And a lot of these guys rest night in, night out. So right. that to me diminishes the importance or the value of the regular season. As far as from a Knicks fan's perspective, watching that team, sure, I'd rather see the Knicks in the top six than in that bottom half where they got to be in the play-in. Right. And that'll be something to monitor, you know, the rest of the year. And and the Knicks are, you know, I'm with you. Randall is looking like he was two years ago, which is nice. I don't know what happened last year, but he's back to right. playing at a high level. They need R.J. Barrett to develop. Brunson has been good. Like that, the, the Knicks are much better than they've been at any point in probably the last 20 years or and more. Brunson, and Brunson has pretty much unlocked Julius Randle's game. And to speak to your point, with all these games these guys take off, and they're taking nights off. Listen, I'm not one of the guys that call up the station. You get plenty of these calls. They miss the good old NBA. I don't complain about it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it, the, the next collective bargaining agreement is going to be interesting because I think the owners are going to have a problem with this. They're going to say, y'all going to have to take a pay cut because if you're not going to play games, then what are we paying for? Well, remember they talked about doing some kind of midseason – Tournament? tournament right yeah, so yeah. maybe maybe that would put more of an emphasis on the regular season so where you're playing hard for the first time I, I don't, well right. I, I don't know what the way to fix it is but nobody can dispute that the nba's regular season has been a diminished problem yeah, well, well it's just it's just devalued it's it's, yeah. it's minimized of the importance when you get to the postseason it's a different animal but the importance has been diminished. It has. It has. Everybody's in. You pretty much everybody's in the playoffs. You know, so you know, with the playing. So, you know, you could you could make the playoffs and still tank at the same time. That's how bad the regular season has come. But listen, let's see if the Knicks can maintain it. Thanks for the time, Sal. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, man. Andrew. I, I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you checking in. Thanks for the call. I don't I wish there was a better way, but I think it's the way the sport has just evolved to where there's no need in their minds to play a guy on back-to-back nights, play guys who are maybe nursing some things. It just takes away from the product. This Nets-Lakers game last night should have been a star-studded matchup, and yet it was anything but. And that's disappointing. It's bad for the league. How do you fix that? I mean, like I said, certain guys, if you're hurt, you're, you're, you know, if you're injured, you're out. There's nothing you can do about it. But LeBron could have played and he, he didn't. He's going to play tonight at the Garden. You know, the play in tournament, if you add like they did the two extra teams and they make it seven through 10, that should make the regular season a little more interesting. But even that doesn't do much. I don't have the answer. Maybe that play-in tournament or whatever they do, the the midway point tournament, maybe that changes some things up. What would be your proposal, Fleegs? You want to change up the rulings on home court? Well, like we know they're ideally they would just eliminate all back-to-backs, but it seems like these guys will still find a way to take games off in the regular season. What, what if you incentivized home court advantage in the playoffs even more? Because they don't really play for seeding, a lot of them don't care, where right. in a round, instead of four games for the better team, what if it was five out of seven home games, and you did you know, 
two, two, three, or put more of an emphasis, or on, even you started with three home games, then two and two, something like that. Right. Put more of an emphasis on, on getting that better seed, so you have more home games. Is it, or so, so you you're playing with more effort during the regular season? Anything to a distinct make advantage? The players right. actually care just a little bit about the regular season. And I don't even know. I mean, the players definitely draw some of the blame, or should. But it's also an organizational thing. It's, it's front offices, too. Yeah, but right. that's something where a front office might say, well, listen, it's, and maybe not for the first round, but if you're thinking you're the two-seed versus the three-seed and you meet in the second round, well, all of a sudden that extra game being on another team's court, that might sway you. Yeah, you know what? Try to win an extra two or three games in the regular season. Think about what we're talking about here, though. We're talking about NBA regular season where – Star players regularly rest. Like, just don't, just choose not to play the games. It's not a 162 baseball game season. I mean, you're talking about 80 games. Like, go out there and play. And if it's the back to backs, and just find eliminate all back to backs. The season's longer. Uh, get rid of back to backs. That's That should be an easy, quick fix, right? Scheduling. Wise, get rid of the back-to-backs. There's definitely a way to avoid that. Put it in your little schedule maker and figure it out. That should be a quick fix. But I do think it's beyond that. The sports got a little bit of a problem. Now, I trust Silver to be able to figure it out, but they have a problem. When your regular season means as little as the NBA's regular season, you've got a problem. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're down to 50 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Starts. Yes. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. is here and there's no better place to wager on the football title tilt than Superbook Sports. Superbook features the best menu of prop bets in the business. Plus, check out their special odds boosts and promotions at Superbook.com with over three decades of odds making experience in Las Vegas. There's no better place to wager than Superbook Sports. Win some money as one lucky team wins the championship. Download the Superbook Sports app today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. So I am going to be on, just for bookkeeping purposes, 
I will be on, what is today? This is now Tuesday. So I'll be on Wednesday morning. So tomorrow, later on tonight, midnight to five. And then again, Thursday, two to five. And then that is it until after the Super Bowl. Oh, no, excuse me. I'll be back Super Bowl Sunday that morning with Moose. That'll be my first day back from vacation. And then I'll be back on the overnights after that. So get at me now. Get at me, dog. Because I'm going to be gone for a little while. 877-337-6666. Lenny in Fort Lauderdale. Good morning, Lenny. <laughs> what do you say? How are you, Lenny? I'm good. I'm good. Hey, I heard you were balling with my buddy, uh, Lou Martini Jr. from the uh, Yes. SUV. Yes. Lou was uh, also in uh, in John Ledecky's the, owner's the box Bottles. the other night. Yes. Yes. I know. I remember. Yeah. Well, I knew his face looked familiar. And then I was talking to him for a little bit and asking what he was in. And then he told me the Sopranos and Law and & Order and all that stuff. So... Yes, he was. Yeah, he it was did, nice to meet him, and uh, he was there with. Uh, I, I don't. I forget if it was his wife or his girlfriend or what. But um, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's a diehard fan, big Viking fan, and uh, yeah, he was talking to Geo. Uh, he was uh, mixing up with Geo about the Vikings as they were sharing their misery together. Yeah, you got to get him on the show. It's great. He's a funny guy. Should have been a sports guy. Yeah, I did anyway, not get, um, actually. I did not actually get his contact. You know, I'm bad with that stuff. I didn't even get. I talked to Donovan Mitchell Sr. I told you I didn't get anybody's contact info, and I uh, and I didn't get. Uh, I didn't even introduce myself to the Cohens. What an idiot I am! <laughs> I'm gonna reach out to him and tell him to call you, call in on you. Yeah. Um, anyway, I want to talk about. Uh, first of all, I couldn't agree more with you about the NBA. It's just impossible to watch nowadays. I don't know who would buy a ticket to go to the game, not knowing who's going to show up. Day day. Well, that's a whole nother issue. I think you bring up an excellent point. Oh. Imagine, Lenny, and this happens quite a bit. Imagine, you know, these oh. tickets are not cheap. They are very oh. expensive. So imagine buying a ticket to last night's game, and you buy the ticket beginning of the year expecting to or hoping to see LeBron, Anthony Davis, Ben oh. Simmons, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and you get what you got oh. last night. That's terrible. They got to pay these gay guys made it by the games. You play 60 or 70 games. You get two quarters of half your salary. Play seventy, eighty games. You get a little more. I don't know something like it'll, that. It'll never, know. it'll some never work like that. Probably. I mean, look, I, I'd love to see it, but it'll never work like that. Anyway, another thing I want to talk about: Andy Reid. I don't know who this guy knows in the media, but the guy never gets criticized. I mean, I don't know. I don't like to bring up personal stuff, but the guy. He's a great coach. He's loved by his players, but the guy... Oh, you want to say he's a bad father? Fine. He's but... the father of the year. The guy's horrible. Yeah, but we don't yeah. talk about... Look, this is just the reality of the situation. We're talking about the sports aspect, and we judge Andy Reid not by how good of a father he is. We judge Andy Reid by what he does as a head coach. That is his job. That is but something that we... never can... mentioned, especially the last son, who, leaving the workplace of uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, and then brain dead in that girl. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's never mentioned, but it does get. I mean, it was it was brought up last time because it was before the Super Bowl. If you don't remember, I mean, it was before. I don't. Well, it was right before. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, that accident happened with his son right before the Super Bowl oh, against the Bucks, which they ended up losing. But I, I don't. Uh, first of all, I, I could guess and and do the math and say that he might not be a good father, but I don't know that. I can tell you whether he's a good coach or not based on his results. So, yeah. And, and if you want to start getting into people's personal lives, you know, Lenny, you're talking about a big. You, you're opening up. They a, seem to do it with all the other players and all the other guys that get well, fired. Every other reason I'll criticize. Like who? I can't think off the top of my all head. Right. Well, they're, they're, they're out there. Yeah. You got me on that one. <laughs> no, it's. I mean, other people. 
I don't. I can't speak for what others do. Generally, I try to keep it for what goes on as far as the sports landscape is concerned. Whether it's on the field, whether it's on the court, whether it is off the court or field that has an impact on what happens on it. And with Andy Reid not being well, a good father, you know, how would I know if whatever NBA player is a good father or not, or whatever you know yeah, is is yeah. you know whatever baseball player that has kids are they a good father? I don't know. Or yeah, a good husband. I mean, we are we going to draw the line there? So what if they're a good husband or not? Like, how do you know? All these guys, half these guys are so bad to their wives. They're such woman. All right, so what do we do? So, like, so if you're judging sports based on whether somebody is a, a good, loyal individual or not, I mean... It, they're, should they're, make a, it should have a little impact on the character of the guy, absolutely. Agreed, but if, you, if you're wiping out guys who don't cheat on their wives, guys who don't do drugs, guys who don't do anything illegal... Guys who were great parents, like they, there'd be no sports left. I mean, that's just there'd the reality. Be no Lawrence Taylor's. <laughs> well, it, it, you, I mean, you think Lawrence Taylor's a good guy? Uh, I love the guy, but he was a well, creep, I guess. Well, I mean, okay, he obviously had his own demons. Yeah, so that's what yeah. I mean. So should Giant fans say, "Well, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm never gonna wear a '56 jersey, even though he's the best player that I've ever seen. I'm not gonna wear that jersey because of some off the field issues that he had." No, like, there's nothing but, but, but it's talked about his off the field right. demons. You don't hear any of this about uh, Andy. You, you hear recall. it. You hear it. Maybe not as much as some of the others, but you hear it. I don't know. And as far as the Knicks, let me tell you, they got Brunson. He's a diamond in the rough. He's a pretty good player. Not a star. The rest of the team, talentless. It's hard. You know, they don't play hard on defense. They're winning because, like you say, the other teams don't come to play. If you come and put in a little bit of effort in the game, you got a good chance of winning the game. No, I don't think, and thank you for the call, Lenny. Appreciate you checking in. I don't think that the Knicks are good because other teams don't play hard. I think the Knicks are okay. Randall's been great playing at an all-star level. Brunson has been a difference maker. R.J. Barrett not there yet. Quentin Grimes not there yet. I mean, they have other okay players. Mitchell Robinson always hurt. That's unfortunate. But the Knicks are where two years ago the Knicks were a, I don't want to say fake four seed, but they overachieved to get that fourth seed. This year, they're kind of where they should be legitimately. They're not overachieving. They're not underachieving. They're achieving. They're right there. Could be... I mean, I don't think that they're going to be any higher than six, and I'm not even certain they're going to get six. I would bet that the Knicks will be in the play-in round. Chris is calling from Beacon. What's up, Chris? What's going on, sir? How are you? How are you, Chris? Pretty good. Uh, a couple quick things, for, uh, if you don't mind, before mm-hmm. I get to the football and the Giants-Jets thing. Um, congratulations on the 20 years. Thank and you. I know when you started, you were telling people, how to, you know, about the overnight, you ever get used to it. I'm telling you, Sal, 15 years. You never, I never got used to it. I still, I'm still not used to it. Yeah. Of doing the overnight. You know, I still wake up for where I'm like, oh, look in the, in the feeling. I'm like, I hate my life. April. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. I know the feeling. <laughs> April will be two years of doing this particular schedule. Yeah. And it, it takes a toll on you. There's no question. It does. About it. it doesn't. But you know what? I, I can transition to the weekends and vacations. And I sleep like a baby at night. It's not people like, oh, I can't sleep at night because I'm up during the week. No, nah, no, nah. Those nights, I'm knocked out. Especially a Friday night. I'm 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 sleep for ten to eleven hours. I Agreed. Go I do. Matter of fact, and, I slept ten hours last night. I want to say into this morning. 
Yeah, it feels great. Like that, you know, like I'm sluggish on Friday and Saturday. I'm like, oh, I, I get, I, I sleep like a baby. But you don't, you don't get used to it. It, it just is what it is. And I, you know, I, I, I hate that people call this third shift to me. This is first shift. We're the, we're the first of the day. Right. Is, we're starting know, things off, right? I don't like people saying, it's, oh, it's, uh, it's third shift. Um, but it is what it is. Um, it's the lifestyle. You got to just do it. You know, we, we work while people sleep. While right. normal people sleep, we have to work. But it is what it is. Um, and then quickly on, I agree with you with Stillmatic. Stillmatic was great. That era of the, you know, late 90s, early 2000s, me being 40, you know, I was, you know, late teens, early 20s then was great music-wise. It was just a good era of music. You, you know? know, I think now yeah. that the caller brought it up before, I think It Was Written was probably my favorite as well. I mean, I, I, I like Stillmatic a lot. Yeah. Um, Illmatic, of course, is great, but I, I do think if I had to pick one, it was what it was written probably would be my choice there. Great album, but I'm talking about record wise, especially when it had to do with the, the Jay Z Nas beef when they had the, the ether. Oh God, yeah, that's why I love. That's why that I love Stomatic. Yeah. Oh, it was nuts, man. I you know I had the big I had the Navigator old truck with the system in it, and that, and that bass on that thing came on that song. Yeah, that was that was insane. Like, that was a. It, and, and I'm telling you, the Stomatic intro might be one of the best beats I've ever heard in my life. It is. It's great. It, it's just, it's we're going to start. We're going to start using that. Maybe not today, but you we'll start to. using that tomorrow yeah. at 4 a.m. every day. You should do that. Come in with that out of the break. Um, and then, really quickly on the wrestling, no, who started? I think that was uh, the Spurs, when, and they, they used to remember that back when when they were doing the championship run and they were wrestling Tim Duncan, and, yeah, and all that stuff. They all started, and they were getting criticized for that. But it's, I think it's, oh, it's a, uh, a stand on, on, on fans from different cities that want to see your star players, and they're playing, paying all this money, and you're having guys just sitting on the bench. Like, what are you doing? Play, play the guys, even something. Don't have them just sitting there. Right, but, but what's, what's the fix? I mean, how can you force teams? They could just say, oh, he's banged up. He can't play. Like, how could you force teams well, to play players? One thing, man, just like, I don't know, you know, Maybe play him a little less minutes throughout the. Think, I don't know. Think about this like, load management. Like what a load of crap that is. Load is, management. Look, give me thirty million dollars a year. I'm playing. I'll play three hundred days a year. Okay, I'm, I'm out there. I'll suit up and play all you want. But, yeah, I just don't get why why they wouldn't want to play. I saw a tweet from Stan Van Gundy where he was saying Patrick Ewing felt an obligation to play every night, even though he might not have been a hundred percent. He felt obligated. It was his job to go out there, not only for yeah. the fans, but maybe more importantly for his teammates. That was different back then, Jordan and stuff. Those guys, that guy played with a serious flu, man. You remember that one? Like and, they, they just played. But, but do you know? Then. Do you know why they would want to play in the regular season? Forget the playoffs. That's obvious. Why do you think Jordan want to play in the regular season? He wanted to be great. He wanted to win. He, he loved competition. Yeah, he, he wanted great. to play as much as he could. Right. Uh, oh. Are you? Do you have a lot of people on hold right now? Am I going to get cut no, off? No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Um, yeah, and it's like, and and one thing I will not bet on basketball games anymore. Even like, I, like I did like the over under on like uh, what's his name, Giannis over there. Like it was it was like a thirty point blowout, and the guy sat from like the second quarter on the rest. I said, can you put him back in the game? I think this guy to get three more freaking points. Yeah. I'm like, what are you guys doing? But yeah, yeah it's it's different now, Sal. It's just, it's just insane with. You know, I, I don't. I'm not. I used to be big on basketball back when I was younger, and 10, 11, 12 years old. I tell you, I, I barely have watched anything this year. Like, barely watched it. Maybe put a couple bets on it, but I, I haven't watched basketball in years, really years. 
So yeah, I, I mean, for it. me, it coincides with the Knicks being good or not. So two years ago, I was more into it. You know, yeah. last year, not so much. This year, getting back into it a little bit with Brunson being uh, exciting, with Randall playing the way that he is. Come, you know, come playoff time or as we get closer, then I'll be more into it. But right now, I just, I, I mean, I used to live for the NBA on NBC regular season. Didn't matter who it was. Knicks, Suns, Knicks, Pacers, Knicks, Clippers. Like, I, I followed the Knicks on the West Coast trips. I, I diehard fan. I loved it. It's just different. The, the regular season yeah. NBA is not the same anymore. All right, and then very quick on, on the football. But before that, remember I told you last week my wife decided to put furniture on, on, yes. on, on that? This week on Sunday, she chose this 2.30 p.m. for a dog grooming thing that I had to deal with now. And dropping a dog to, to the groomer 20 minutes east direction at 2.30 on Sunday. I think at this point she's doing this on purpose. Because <laughs> I warned her this time. I said, let's change your weekend. I, uh, I want to relax this, this afternoon. Oh, no, no, the dog has to go to the groomer at 2.30. I said, 2.30? You did this right now? Like, th- this is the day you had to do this? So, yeah. yeah, it is what it is with that. But I think at this point, she's doing it on purpose to me. But I said, look, it's over now. Football's done. So, you know, book whatever you want any weekend. Now. It is what it is. And, but, um, and now we're back to being full-time husbands. Yeah, it's over now. It's yeah. it. Life's over. Um, and then, you know, with the, with the Jets, look, I'll, I'll see what I believe it. If Aaron Rodgers comes here, anybody who say don't bring him in is just ridiculous. And, you know, bring him in for the last couple of years and see what happens at that point. But who else you want? You know, like, he's the best player. He, he's he one of the elite. You know he, he's you know he's a super elite player. You know he is what he is. He's going to elevate anybody, especially these younger superstar wide receivers. No, look, you get a chance right. to get a guy like that, you go get him. And thank you for the call, Chris. Appreciate you checking in as always. You get a chance to get a guy like Aaron Rodgers, you get him. Simple as that. They may not have the option. They may not have the opportunity. They're trying. They want him. That's clear. But. Ultimately, even if they say, yeah, we'll give up whatever it is, three first-round picks. I'm just throwing out a hypothetical there. They may not have the choice. Rodgers may want to go somewhere else. But they need to be able to do whatever they can to put themselves in a position to make sure he wants to come here. I think it's happening. I felt that last week. It only got better as they hired Hackett as the reports came out that it was three things that led to or or that is pointing to now that it's going to happen. And the first one was that they're going to trade him the AFC. Once that happened, I was like, okay, now we're talking. Then the Jets hired Hackett. Then it was like, well, this is happening. And then on Sunday it comes out that the Packers were leaning toward trading him. Add those three up. I think it's happening. Jets have a shot. Sanchez gets hit. The ball is loose and it's alive. And then going into the end zone is Steve Gregory. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. And it was the backside of Brandon Moore that knocked the ball out. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Salakata back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Junior is calling from Brooklyn. What's up, Junior? Hey, Sal, how's it going? How are you, Junior? Hanging in there, hanging in there. Good to talk to you again. Good to talk to um, you. 
Yeah, couple of things, so. So with the NBA thing, I'm kind of a guy that's from the era where Ewing and Jordan and Elijah one and Barkley and those guys played every day. They didn't miss a game, you know, and it was exciting to watch those guys play because you could be a fan of one team, but you rooted for the guy. You know, you rooted for Ewing, you rooted for Barkley, you rooted, you know. Well, I mean, and, I, I can't speak to that because I was a Knicks fan, but I understand what you're saying, I guess. You weren't a fan of any particular team, you were rooting for the players? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you know, rooting for, for you know, the guy who was going to put up, you know, 30, 35 points. Every night. Yeah, I mean, I, I hated those guys. I hated yeah. Michael Jordan. No, I'm just telling you the truth. I The only guy I liked was Barkley. I always liked Charles Barkley, but I hated Jordan. I hated mm-hmm. Reggie Miller. I hated Shaq when he first came right. on the scene and started dominating. I hated Akeem Olajuwon. I hated all those guys because Ewing, <laughs> Ewing and the Knicks, those were my guys. That was it. I hated Alonzo Mourning. Yeah, 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 of course. Tim Hardaway. I hated them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I got you. I got you, pal. Um, no, to my, um, Jets point. Mm -hmm. Now, Aaron Rodgers, like, in my opinion, I think he's probably the most talented quarterback I've ever seen. You know, like, however, he's 39 years old. Why, if the Jets are going to go all in, why wouldn't you go after Lamar Jackson? Um, well, first of all, Baltimore says that they're going to keep Lamar Jackson. That's number one. And thank you for the call, Junior. Appreciate you checking in. The Ravens make it sound like Lamar Jackson, and I think this is a quote from Harbaugh, that he's not going anywhere. That's number one. Number two, let's just say, hypothetically, he was going to be available. You're going to pay him a ton of money, and he's got injury issues. Where the last two seasons, Lamar Jackson has not been on the field down the stretch. And he missed a playoff game. And then you could also add to that, not only would you be concerned or should you be concerned about the injuries, he plays the game like a running back at the quarterback position. And we know that the wear and tear on running backs, those guys only have a small shelf life. So now you're going to pay a quarterback that plays like a running back big-time money long-term? What happens if the injuries are to a point where, okay, he could take the field, but he can't run, and he's got to be more of a pocket passer? Then what? Then you're screwed because that's not his game. His game is be a running back. So I personally, while I like Lamar Jackson, and if there were no other option but Lamar Jackson, you know, saying there's no Aaron Rodgers, I'd rather have Lamar over. See, I think Lamar would be worth a chance over Derek Carr, over Garoppolo. That to me would be the next best thing. He could change your franchise. But if he gets hurt, then what? Then you're back to square one. Well, I'd rather Rodgers. I think Rodgers is the perfect fit. And I think he's better than Lamar Jackson, even right now at his age. Talking about two-year window. Then you could figure it out. 
Marco, did you watch the games by your lonesome on Sunday? How'd that go? No, unfortunately. No, the Giants are out, so I get no more uh, help here. So I watched it while, yeah, this is awful, while my wife was taking down the tree because we hadn't done it yet. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah. Uh, My son running around like a lunatic and my daughter basically in my lap. Read Elmo. Read this. Read that. So, yeah, I was missing things left and right. I, uh... I feel bad even sharing this story on the air. I got to be careful what I say. So I went to the Islander game Friday night. Saturday, you know, it's a night out. Normally that's the first night home. Excuse me. Normally that's the first night home with my wife as I'm out, you know, doing the overnights or whatever, working all day. Right. So Friday, eh, sorry, I have to go to the Islander game. That did not, I mean, she accepted it, but it didn't go over well. Okay. Building up. You could see where this is going. Saturday, though, she did her own thing. I was home watching the baby, whatever. We ended up going out to dinner, came home. Okay, fine. And then Sunday, and I forget exactly what triggered it, but I was getting ready to go out and watch the games. Now, again, this is off the Friday night. Saturday, she had her day. And then Sunday, here I go again, knowing that we got you know another week of work or whatever, but I'm going to go out. I had committed to go out to a bar to watch at least the first game with some friends. So now I had to do that. And my wife starts talking about my work schedule and gets into the whole thing again where I didn't sign up to be a single mother. I don't want to be... Yeah, This is like five minutes before I'm supposed to leave. Mm. The game starts at 3. It's 2.40. Like I'm already going to be late Mm-hmm. To the to the bar as is. I don't want to miss kickoff. I'm trying to think about if I want to get the Eagles better or not. And it's just rifles. Uzi, maybe. Uzi yeah, shots left. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I don't want to be single. You're never home. Blah 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 blah. Don't think this and that. And I'm just and I'm like actually standing there. It was almost funny to me because I couldn't believe now what she was saying was not necessarily wrong, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but just firing the shots at me like that. Here's, a, I don't know about you. The worst part is we've we've been there. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> when you're hearing these things and all you can do is think about the clock and you're like, <laughs> you're yeah. right. Here's the problem, though. I got to go. Kickoffs in 15 minutes. You say, <laughs> so we can have this argument, just not now. Right. Because no matter what, the game's going to go off. So you keeping me here? It's not going to help your situation. It's not going to help mine. You're already right, but I got to go. I, I know. It was just. So when I come back, you want to yell at me for an right. hour, no problem. But right now is bad timing. To both of our. So I did not escalate because you know how that happens. You, I mean, it could get ugly, right? She starts yelling. And if I, if I escalate things now, we're in the midst of a big fight and whatever. I just took it, was trying to understand, knowing that. There are legitimate reasons mm-hmm. why she's feeling the way she is and, and what she's saying. She then calmed down before I left. I came back, no issues. You know, I made it back for the second game and we had dinner and again all that. But I just found it odd because you're right. In my mind, I'm thinking, this is great that you're doing all this now and I hear all this now, but the NFC Championship game's about to kick off in 15 minutes and I don't want to miss it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like I said, she's going to keep this one in the holster. You say everything was fine. She's going to remember this one. That's just going to sit there. That's first off, which you already know. Well, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. The other part of it is, and this is where you're you're smart, and this is where things going to... Right. This will help you over time because you already know this. Don't escalate. 
That's the right. smartest thing to do. Right. It's almost like when your boss is yelling at you, don't give him an excuse. You sit there and you take, take it. it. Yeah. What's what's good is going to come out of this? Check the ego. It doesn't matter. There's no good that's going to come yeah. out of this. Take it, even if you're not wrong. You're not winning anyway. Doesn't matter. Why doesn't do you matter. think? Why do you think I yell at the caller so much? <laughs> I can win those fights. I can't yell at my well, wife. You got to get it out <laughs> somehow. Gotta, somebody got to yell at it. There's always oh somebody. God. There's somebody got to talk to, and you just start yelling at him. And then ten minutes later, you're like, you know, I'm not yelling. You go, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I've learned the only thing that I do that's bad in those situations. Now, look, if I need to, you know, stick up for myself, I will. Don't get me wrong. But I've learned you just don't escalate these things. Let cooler heads prevail, and then you talk it out. But the one thing that I do that is just so bad, and I can't help it, is when she goes to DefCon Five, I can't help but laugh. Yeah. Yeah, and do laugh. you know that that is gasoline yes, to the is. fire? Yes, it is. Yes, it what is. What are you laughing at? I'm just yeah. like, I can't stop. I think this is funny. You flip it out for no reason. Like, in my mind, it's no good reason. You know what line sent her over the top? Well, if you want to go back to work, I could just quit my job and stay home with the baby all day. Oh, Yo, yeah. That was it. <laughs> exactly. As I was uh, as I was walking upstairs to go change my clothes to go out, uh, what what was that? That was one's like, not oh. going to go over because <laughs> she knows you're full of it right as, from the start. Yeah, as I'm walking away, I dropped that one on her. Oh, baby, you're lucky you got out the door. Yeah, after that I know, one. I know, I know. I there was a moment in there where I was like, oh crap, do I text my friends here and let them know I'm not going to be able to make it today? <laughs> They're like, where are you? I'm like, hold on, doing battle with the wife. I'll be there in. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.